uh, when we say that the nevishali kiss overcomes or is put into a situation that is that is a deficit, that's a law, so to speak. That's a yirido, right? That's in a, it's 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 a, it's in a kind of negative place, but it's there for a purpose. There's two, there's two ways to understand that. It's very important. The Rebbe speaks a lot about this in, the, in his Maimorim. So I want you to pay attention to this very carefully. One way of handling this situation that we see, oh, when I have an Elyon that's descending to a Tachtoin, and I'm wondering why this is happening, right? So for example, if you have a, if you have a, a Rebbe who's teaching Hasidim, if you have a Tzaddik who's engaging with, not, with, with lower people, if you have a king, a king the way the Torah wants a king to be, who is head and shoulders beyond everybody, right? And he descends to a nation. He descends to, take, to, to get involved in things that are, that are mundane and there are things that are completely beneath the level of that person. Or like we spoke about with the Rebbe, with being a Nasi, right? Like when the Rebbe said that he's going to run away and no one's going to be able to find him. I mean, what was the, where was the Rebbe going to run away to? To a beach in Cabo? What was the Rebbe going to do? Where was the Rebbe going to go? The, the, of course, what was the Rebbe going to do? The Rebbe was going to go do what the Rebbe knows how to do. The Rebbe is going to be miyachid yichudim. We, don't, we can't even imagine what the Rebbe would do. The same thing, let's put it this way. The same thing that the Baal Shem Tov was doing before he revealed himself. I'm not talking about going from here. I'm talking about meditating in the forest and, 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 and achieving, and achieving a, a sense of eternal, eternal bonding and so on and so forth. Now, when, that was one of the things the Rebbe said when they, when they kept asking the Rebbe to be Rebbe. So one way that we could, we could explain is that, listen, since there's a need, since there's, a, there's an ambuida, since there's a process that has to happen, it's like there's a, there's a job. We can put it in this context. You There's a job. There's a job. Somebody's got to do it. So I'm going to do it. It has to be done. So one, one way that you could deal with this is, listen, it's take a yurindo. It's take something that's a negative. It's a net loss. However, there's a job that's got to get done and someone's got to do it. And who could do it? Who could do this job of, of dealing with the Nefesh Mahamas? Who could do the job of refining Nefesh Mahamas? Nefesh Mahamas can't do it. Someone outside, just like the famous expression goes, Ein chavush matir a person who's in prison, a person who's tied up cannot untie themselves. Okay, but really there's something else. And this is what the Rebbe alludes to over here. The, the, the radar of the Nefesh is to involve itself in Nefesh Mahamas is ultimately not just because there's a job that has to get done, and it's like, we gotta go save, uh, you know, we gotta go save Tony, who's been uh, kidnapped, and, and so on. When the Nefesh of Bahamas, when the Nefesh of is, 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 is involved in the process of refining the Nefesh of Bahamas, so the Nefesh of Bahamas achieves a state of elevation and a state of ascension that it could have never achieved if it didn't get involved in this process. Understand? That means that the Nefesh Elikis is on a level that it's basking in the glories and the light of Hashem's, uh, in the light of Hashem. It's, an, it's an essentially what we would call Gan Eden. But what is it lacking when it's there? It seems like it's lacking nothing. It seems like it couldn't. There's nothing you could add to it. But there's something very interesting that it's lacking. You know what it's lacking? It's lacking the Etzem of Hashem. I want you to put, what, what do you mean it's lacking the Etzem of Hashem? The Nefesh Elikis is a, is a creation. It's a spiritual creation, but it's a creation. The Nevajalik is therefore, being that it's a creation, it, it has its own limitations about what it's able to receive from its creator. 
Because regardless of what the level of creation is, there's always going to be an, in, an unbridgeable gap between God, between creator and creation. Well, I can't even imagine what it means. What does it mean that Hashem creates something from, some, from nothing? Can't imagine what that, and if, if, this, if this Hashem creates something from nothing, then how, how great is the distance between the creator and the creation? It's, 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 it's not only not infinite, infinite is not even enough of a description to describe what this is. But it says, so it says, says, uh, says the title, says Chassidus, comes a Nefjelikis who's in a state of what we would call the completion of what a creation is able to be experiencing, and is completely torn away from that environment, and put into an environment that is the exact opposite of its previous environment. What's the exact opposite of its previous environment? The world. This, 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 why? Because while in Gan Eden, Gan Eden is a reality, imagine just like over here in this world, everyone needs oxygen to breathe. And is there an availability of oxygen? There's a very big availability of oxygen. On the contrary, the, if you notice the way Hashem created the world, that the more something is needed to live, the more available it is, right? Water is more important, more, more, more needed than food in order to live. How, how, how available is water? And, and so on and so forth. The, the things that are less important to live are, a little, are harder to come by than they become more expensive. Clothing, clothing is more expensive, but clothing is less expensive than a house. A house is less expensive than, is less expensive than, than well, I don't know, it depends what kind of house you get. The point, therefore, is the reality that Nefesh Kiss is in is like what is oxygen to us over here that is so just matter of fact, and we don't even realize that we're breathing it, and we don't even realize that it's re keeping us alive. That's what Elikus is in Gan Eden. That's what Elikus is in Gan Eden. So the polar opposite of that reality is what he experiences here, where there is the oxygen that's Elikus over there is just world. It's world. It's physicality. And therefore, it's me, 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 me all the time. The, it's the antithesis of God being the palpable reality or being the reality versus the world, the physical environment being the reality. So now you tell me, let's ask ourselves, both environments are being created by the same God, right? Otherwise there's two gods, which some people like to say that there's two gods. But it is our, it is our belief and it's also the logical conclusion that there is one. Both, Hashem, both environments are being created and being sustained by Hashem constantly. What's the difference between both environments? What does it take, check this out. What does it take for the environment of Gan Eden to come into, to be in existence? In other words, what's the, let's call it, what's the active ingredient for Gan Eden? And what's the active ingredient for, for Oilom uh, Hazab? What do you think? So on a, on a simple level, the active ingredient of Gan is revelation. If you were looking up the ingredients, it's revelation. The active ingredient of Gan of of Haza is, is concealment. So we have ingredient, ingredient, okay. But now let's go deeper, you ready? When the revelation happens, when active ingredient is revelation, versus the concealment, which one of those two active ingredients is more capturing of the essence of Hashem. Is it the revelation ingredient or is it the concealment ingredient? Is that what I've just asked? Which one of these two active ingredients are more reflective of the essence of Hashem? It seems like revelation, right? 
But here's why the revelation can't be. Because since the revelation is happening from God to creation, from creator to creation, and it's happening in a way that the creation is able to experience it and tolerate it, and the creation is able to enjoy it and feel it and internalize it, that means that what's, ha that what's happening here in this rev revelatory state is actually a tremendous diminishing of what God is. Because, there, because there's no commonality, there's no common denominator, there's no bridge that can gap, that can bridge the gap between Hashem and creation. And now we have an experience where the creation, the creator in the Neshama is basking in Hashem's glory. That means in order for that environment to take place, there essentially has to be a massive, massive, massive contraction of Hashem. Hashem's, 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 Hashem, Hashem's essence, Hashem's being has to completely be sidelined because if Hashem's being was not sidelined, then guess what? There would be an explosion. There would be no capability for the creation to be experiencing God because that means in order for something to be experiencing, experiencing something else, there has to be a erech between the two things. Erech means a value. It means there has to be a common, there has to be some kind of commonality. Common denominator, common factor. What do we have in Elam Hazeh? In Elam Hazeh, we have the same, we have an environment that we said is being created by the same God. But the, what's, what the reality is in this place is that there's an absence of Him. He's God. He doesn't exist. That, you could, that people can walk around saying that there is no God. Are we create? We exist on our own. What does that mean? That means that which aspect of Hashem is present in, in that concealment that you said is the active ingredient? But that concealment is actually a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, call it, it's a conveyor belt, it's a conduit, you know what a conduit, right? It's a vessel, it's a vehicle that's actually bringing forth Hashem's essence. What's Hashem's essence? Hashem's essence, first of all, none of us could say what Hashem's essence is, it's impossible, it's incapable of being, like I told you the story with, with Moishke and Zalmoishe. You start saying Hashem's essence, it will give you up a big frask and, 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 and all that stuff. But in terms of the ability to identify, right? The essence of Hashem has to be present over here because there's no revelation of Hashem. So just by, this is what we call the ideas of Shlila, knowing what, we, knowing what we don't know. Being that we know that there is an absence in the revelation of godliness in this world because we don't feel it and because we don't have that experience and we have to go and we have to really, really work hard. So that we, and we know that God is present here because this, this creation has to be, be being created, not just was, but being constantly created. That means that what is here, what God, what, what aspect of Hashem is here, Levi? We must say that the etzim of Hashem is here. So now let's go back to our story with the Nefesh Elkis Nefesh Bahamas, yeah. there's still somewhat a revelation. Of course. There's a revelation, right? There's a very, very, very big filter, but it's, but it's also, but it's, it's a revelation that comes from the bottom up. The revelation that we experience in terms of Hashem is a, is a revelation that the person has to access. There's no revelation that's happening mitzad, mitzad milmail. Obviously, sometimes you have a miracle, this, that. When we say that in Gan Eden there's a revelation, we're saying that Hashem is streaming down, just like you have the light coming down from the, from the sun, it's nothing to do with us, it's happening. So imagine that instead of feeling that there was a physical light coming down from the sun, you felt Hashem. That's what goes on in Gareidi. Okay? So in comparison to that, even though that here we have a revelation in the sense, but every, every revelation that we experience is something that we got to peel. You got to peel it out. Right? It has to be in appealing. So now let's finish wrap up this idea. The idea, therefore, is when the Nebuchadnezzar is 
is in Gan Eden and it's coming down. Oh, brother, it's coming out to this crazy, concealed, godlinessless, godless place. And, 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 it's, and it's undergoing a shock from being in a place where it's, it's breathing helicos to a place where it's breathing, you know, physical oxygen and, and godlessness. But when it starts to do its avodah, maybe you're here or not here, when it starts to do its avodah, what it's gaining is, again, it's not only that there's a, do, there's a job and someone's got to do it, you know, there's a job and someone's got to do it. Over here, it's that the nefesh kiss is the ultimate benefactor. Because the nefesh kiss is now experiencing, he's being given access to the one thing that he doesn't have within all of those glorious situations, all those glorious experiences. He has God's revealed aspect, but he doesn't have the essence of Hashem. In other words, what's, what's, what's phenomenal, what's outrageous is, is that Olam Haba, God Eden, is under the effect of a greater tzimtzum in a certain regard than in, sounds familiar by the way, because this is part of what the, the tshuva thing. That's what's going on. So this is what we're talking about in terms of the chito sa'ira. The nevish is nevish bahamis, the maichel behemah and the maichel adam, yeah. That, that it should have concealment? Yeah, it cannot tolerate. That's what we're saying. Exactly what we're saying. That's why, that's why the chidish, that's why the superficial exp experiences has got, no, 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 this is, this is explaining this, the relationship between the Michael Bahamo and Michael Ogden. So we're now continuing. Obira Indian. Say that Amriya Beshesh is made Bereshis. Shetchila Nivro Abahamois. The whole Bali Hachayim. If we look at the order of creation. So first. No, but I'm not going to bring it back until you're done with that. First, all the Chuyah. First, all the animals were created, and the Achikach Nivra Adam, Vidugmosay Ban Hagasa Adam. So, what what is is there is there a lesson? Is there a sort of a guideline that's being drawn out of the order of creation? So the Rebbe says, also, we have actually a halachic responsibility. A person is forbidden to eat his own food, sit down for a meal, until he feeds his animals. Shinemar, as it says, and afterwards it says, and another quote, It's interesting, the last one seems to be a little bit, a little bit confusing. The last one of this list, what does the last Maimah Chazal say? You see, Yehuda, the last Maimah Chazal that the Rebbe quotes is that the Chachamim Arishayim, it almost makes it sound like it's something that's not part of the halachic requirements. Like what does it say, Chachamim Arishayim, right? What does Chachamim Arishayim seems to be like a, like, yeah, like a, like a special, like a special category of people who would do this. V'dugmasei ba'avedis adam. So, Hakdomas Nebesh Bahamis, we see this also in the actual uh, service or the avodah and even the, the, the functioning and development of a person. Much to our chagrin, by the way. Much to our chagrin. Hagdomas nevesh abahamis on nevesh alakis. Shenikras nevesh ashenis. Kiorishayna i nevesh abahamis. The first nevesh that enters into the person is the nevesh abahamis. As the expression says, akdim tanise. Akdim Tanise means 
This is from Tanya. Who, which one of the two voices, which one of the two judges, so to speak, has an earlier claim in the person? Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas. The Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas enters into the human being when? When does Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas enter into the person? Ah, uh, when? At what moment? At what time? Well, Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas. Right when he's, right when he moves, right when he shuffles, shimmies to get out of his mother's womb. As soon, uh, in the mother's womb, essentially is Labdafke, that a person has a nefesh. Even though that it's considered alive and you're not allowed to kill it. Um, but it doesn't have the status of having a nefesh. As soon as the, as soon as the fetus is, 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 in the, is born, it has a nefesh of Bahamas. Varaya, as soon as it's born, as soon as it's born, it, it, it could already start eating. The act of eating, essentially, is a function of the Nefeshah Bahamas. Now, that's not a negative act of eating, but that's an act of the Nefeshah Bahamas. The Nefeshah Likis, Chebra, when does Nefeshah Likis enter into the body? Well, it's a little bit, it's not as, you're answering it a little bit lazily. It begins to enter in by a person's bris. So that means by a girl, uh, by a girl, I guess it begins also, I don't know when it begins. And it's completely entered in by the, by the bar mitzvah. It doesn't mean that it's completely functioning. It's just like the Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas, notice. The Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas completely enters into the human being by when he's born. But Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas takes a while also to develop into, into its full-fledgedness of being a full behemoth, of being a parist, a parist, or being a, uh, a yumol, a right? Or a yuist, maybe a yuist we should do. Um, and the Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas also. The only thing is that the Nebuchadnezzar Likis is 13 years later. If you, if you, if you map it out, the Nebuchadnezzar Likis' fullness of entering in is 13 years later. So what's going on for those 13 years? What do you think the Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas is doing for those 13 years? You know what he's doing? So think of this example of somebody who goes to a certain, a certain town and they know that there's an enemy that might be coming out to get them one day. So they spend 13 years fortifying, booby trapping, fortifying the city, putting walls around it, putting all kinds of bunkers, putting all kinds of machine gun posts, like what they did, what they did to the American boys when they came down there, when they landed on the island over there, right? You saw the scene over there, they reenacted the scene. It, the guys are pulling up with the boats and the Japanese, are, they're, they're sitting there, sitting there, you know, literally just mowing them down like a, like a video game. It's just bodies. People, boats pulling up to the, pulling up to the, uh, to the, to the, to the, you know, to the, to the shore, pulling up to the beach. Oh, just, just like, imagine, you know, like you have, they have, the, I saw these, they have these things, like they have these videos. Um, what would happen, like these animations, what would happen if you have like uh, the whole, uh, the, the, the whole army of uh, from, from, from the fifth century against a uh, hundred uh, Marines? Right? So they have, so basically you, you press play and you see the Marines there with their AK-47s or whatever, their automatic weapons, and they're just, and then the whole army of like, let's say a million or two million people are, or animations are walking towards it. And obviously it's like, but then people are coming, people are coming, people are coming. And then at the end you see like this massive pile of bodies and, and some of them are further and as they, the body gets closer and closer and closer. And then basically, Lavdafki to the Marines even win, even though they had automatic weapons. 
because that's the way it is. But the point is, is that that's what was going on uh, with the 13 years. 13 years, Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas is getting, is, is, is stockpiling, if you will. He's stockpiling ammunition for the eventual showdown or potential showdown. It's not even necessarily going to be because the guys in Nebuchadnezzar might not even have a chance, might not even decide to show up. But the point is that Look, you see this expression. I said, So by a, by a male, by a, by a boy, it's 13, 13 years and one day. By a girl, it's 12, it's 12 years and one day, at which, which we become Chai Mitzvah. Like we said, the beginning of the entry of the Nefshele Kisses. So here he brings a lush and it's not by the bris, it's even later, from the time of Gil Chinuch. And then he quotes now what, they, what the other quote, the very beginning, in other words, it's kind of, it's a slow edge. You know, you have like these medicines that they take, it's like a slow release. You have, a medicine, you have medicines that they give, doctors give you that are very, that are very acute, very active, immediate. Then there are medicines that are slow release over time. So the Nevesh is like a slow release medication. The Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas is like this, is like this, uh, you know, aggressive, immediate, um, and, uh, the, the aggressive, immediate shot that they would give to somebody to try to, uh, to try to revive them. So everything that we just said, actually, in terms of the timing is in this paragraph. The Yotzelaber Oilam is the Bahamas' time for entering. The Nebuchadnezzar starts by the bris. He creeps out a little bit more as the education is happening, which, by the way, would mean that if the child is not, is not being educated, the child is not being properly uh, what we call reared, then that also holds back, that also stymies the Nebuchadnezzar's development. And truth be told, that the... That the uh, the, the presence of the Nevesha Bahamas earlier than Nevesha Likis is actually something that speaks to the work and the tachlis, okay, and to the obligation, if you will, of the majority of B'nai Yisrael, especially in our generation. One of the things that the Altarev speaks about in Tanya is, is that the, the Bainini, the different levels of Bainini, one of the, one of the things that the Bainini has to, has to struggle with is that, you know, coming to terms with your lot. That's one of the difficult things that a Bainini has. Who am I? Why am I this kind of person? Why am I a person that keeps struggling and struggling and struggling? And one of the things that Nevesheli, one of the things that Yitzhara does to, to us is, says, look, you're a failure. You will never get rid of your temptations. You will never get rid of your, your, your struggles. Can't you realize how long has this been going on and you're just day after day, struggle after struggle, even if you make it even if you make it to, to level one, you, then, you, then you, you scrape into level two, you get thrown back down to the beginning. You know, it's like that, you know, it's like you're playing Mario. It's like you're playing Super Mario every day. Super Mario. It's like you're playing the, the Marios, and you, what happens? You know, that, you know that night that you had a good night, you got into level six and a half and seven, and then, you know, little Mario got made, made contact with, uh, with, the, uh, with the little, with the Bowser over there, and the Yoshi, 
and, and the guy with the, 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 the guy throws a shell the wrong way and you didn't see it coming and you, everything was going good. And next thing you know, you thought you can make the jump, but it's too, it's too deep and it's done and you fall down and it's like, you're, and Mario's falling and you're falling and guess what? There's no life left, you're back to zero. Now you have to go make yourself, get, get yourself back to level six, level seven. And then sometimes you get to level seven, you get to level eight, or you get to the end of the game and things are firing in all cylinders like, one second, this, this is not ending. In other words, there's a perpetual revolving situation where you're climbing and falling, climbing and falling. And a person is very likely to react to that like, I'm done with Mario and I'm gonna smash this Game Boy into smithereens on the floor and I don't care what happens. Mario, Mario, Luigi, let's just stick to Luigi, okay? And that's what you do, right? Every kid at some time, or even whatever your game of choice is, right? You have people who are playing, you know, Madden, and, 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 and there's nothing more maddening than Madden. Okay, Baby Mario, yeah, Yoshi, Toad, Akopanem. Um, so what do you have here? What you have here is, is that Bowser's a Russian Marusha. So, so, in the muscle of Mario, it's time to grow up and grow up here and graduate and just say goodbye to the little plumbers. Uh, by the way, Mario and Luigi are plumbers by trade. Um, hence all the pipes that they're going into. Um, but the truth is, okay, that in the nimshal, in the nimshal of the story, is that that's the tachlis. The tachlis is you, you, got, you, got, you, got, you got past the first level, you know, you jumped on that, you jumped on that weird looking flagpole and, 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 and you know, that whatever's, whatever's going on over there, you swam through those, those dangerous piranha fish, you got your coins, things are going good, right? You got, you didn't, you didn't only get the mushroom, you, you know what I'm talking about, you're not, you didn't play this game. Not only did you get the mushroom, but you got the, the, the farkakta, you got the, the, the star that you could just walk through things, but then you're being such a yol, that you were walking through things and you didn't realize that even though you could walk through uh, all those treacherous flying birds and the shell throwing individual, whatever it is, those mushroom people, but you didn't realize that you could still fall into the ditch if you keep going too fast. So while you guys are so excited and then you, get, you think you're such a chachem that you got that, that fireball throwing thing and you're just walking around and throwing things and uh, you're, such a, you know, you're so cool in the game, next thing you know, there's a bird that drops a zach on your, on your schwanz, and that's it. The mice is, therefore, is that there's a, lot of ups, there's a lot of ups and downs that go on in Mario, like life, okay? The ikid is to put on your suspenders and put on your cap that says Mem from Moishi. Notice and then Put on your Mem from Moishi and Uncle Moishi and Uncle Mario get together. We should have an Uncle Mario, Uncle Moishi get, get together uh, um, the concert where Mario and Moishi meet and uh, all the chevre get together, all the cousin um, and the whole, all the casts finally meet each other after all of these years for educating all the youth and so on. Some of the greatest inspiration is dependent on, your, on the incoherence of the information. As the story with Zalman Moshe. With Zalman Moshe was fabrenging. And Zalman Moshe was letting him have it, right? And he was going downtown, he was up. So the chassidim, some people had understood, some people didn't. Those who didn't understand, I think, were maybe more inspired. The other ones were more crushed, crushed like uh, coconuts. 
Um, um, okay, so what time is it behind me? Uh, it's seven. Oh, seven. Crunch time, crunch time. Okay, schwitz time. In this cold room, who's gonna schwitz? Yeah. In the cold room, who's gonna schwitz? So the Rebbe says as follows. The Meshach, remember, 15 is when we, when we, when we turn over. The Meshach, kol, kol yemei chayeyem, the entire, the entire process, the entire journey of the, of, of the life of these Benuni is the struggle with the Nefesh and Vahamet. Kivon shem idosom, he midas, midas ha-Benuni, midas ha-Benuni, he midas kolodom, b'achere kolomim shech. So it is for the reason that the person is a Bainani by his very being, and being a Bainani means being a Bainani, the Rebbe is quoting him from Tanya. Like today we use the word DNA. So could a person reverse or undo or change, alter his DNA? Is that, I don't know. I don't know how exactly. Yeah, by doing what? I don't think you could. Your DNA is fixed. For example, um, the DNA is a fixed thing. For example, when it comes to chromosomes, a male, female, Contrary to popular uh, demand or popular interest by, by essentially, with all due respect, mentally ill people. I don't say that in a negative way. I'm saying that it happens to be. They have a condition that's called gender dysphoria. Gender dysphoria means the inability for their, their consciously to come to terms with the gender that they are. But a male and a female is actually chromosomally defined. Two X's or XY. These are called chromosomes. No matter if a person does a surgery and they, they, they chop off the dust and the ends, it doesn't make your chromosomes change. You're still either a male, you're still either XY or XX. Now, the word therefore is that when it comes to the nefesh, when it comes to a bainini, a bainini is a, is a status, is a mahus that exists within the deepest aspects of the person. The deepest the deepest um, sort of um, the deepest DNA of the person. So what is it that a bainani is? A bainani is the one is a being that is inherently a combination, just like a person is a hybrid between a man between Adam and Behema. A bainani is a hybrid between Toiv and Nat. And a hybrid doesn't mean that there's a plate like this plate that has eggs and potatoes. Are these eggs and potatoes on the same plate? Yes. Are they mixed up? Yeah. Are they mixed up now? Yeah. yeah. Um, is their mixture homogenized? Can you separate the mixture again? Yes. Um, can I mix them up in a way where they cannot be separated again? Exactly. So if I blend them with a blender, right, then what I'm doing is I'm taking a combination of two objects and two items. So I'll ask you another way. In these eggs, so let's say somebody put some salt. 
Is the salt able to be extracted from the eggs? At least through any normal process that we know of? No. That means that the way the salt has been mixed into the eggs, it's in a homogenized, irreversible, irretrievable, means it's irretrievable, you can't retrieve it, you can't take it out. Doesn't matter, it's throughout, it's, 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 it's throughout the entire thing, okay? That means that the being of the nep of the Bainani is such that the Ra and the Toiv are so interwoven, interconnected, and almost truly, or never truly able to be separated. There's no machine, there's no process that a person, a Bainani can put himself through, regardless of how much avoid a Bainani does, that's going to cause there to be an isolation between the good and the bad. The Bainani's best efforts, the Bainani's options, the Bainani's avoid, therefore, to imagine, therefore, you tried, imagine somebody now tried, he made his life mission to extract the souls from the eggs. What would you say about such a person? No. What? Right, the, the, the person, the person is, is, is engaging, even if let's say there's a one, 10, one, zero, 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 he's engaging in a process of absolute futility. Right, he's engaging, he's engaging in a process of such meaninglessness and stupidity. So the same thing is to us with that. For a net, why is this shh? The same thing, for the nefesh of Ahab, I'm sorry, for the Bainani to hope and pray and daven and beseech Hashem that he should become a, a person of, 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 of righteousness, a person of, to be a tzaddik. Meaning that the Bainani is, 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 is working towards the goal where he's going to live a reality that has no tithes. He's going, to he's going to live a reality that has no struggles and no temptations and he's going to be able to live the life of a tzaddik and see only pure and feel only pure and feel only godless. In other words, he's going to be living a Ghanaian existence. What would you tell that Bainani? What would you tell the person who tries to do that? That he is completely misrepresenting and he's misusing his koichais and he's misplaying his avoidah. The avoidah that he has to play is an avoidah that focuses on being able to take the positive parts that he could isolate, the positive things that he has, the Kedusha elements that are certainly identifiable, and to strengthen them and strengthen them as much as possible. Yeah. In what way? Does a person can become a tzaddik if Hashem decides that a person can become a tzaddik? In terms of a person's avoida, a person can't become a tzaddik. The Amishter can make a person a tzaddik, the Amishter can make a person wake up tomorrow, he's a tzaddik. But in terms of the person's capability and functioning, the person cannot become a tzaddik.